Welcome back to Your Haunted Holiday. This is Lisa. And I'm Lindsay. And Lindsay, I have a fun episode for you today. I have a feeling this is a place you've probably never heard of. Okay, that's exciting. Now, it's off the beaten path, but it has been featured on quite a few shows. I will say I found that while I was researching it. But the thing that I am most excited about, there's a lot of ghost stories here. Some good ghosts, some bad ghosts, but also kind of like a cryptozoology spin. Really? Yeah, like, and you know how I am fascinated by anything that's like an unknown, like, animal, too. Right, right. I love that stuff. Like, Bigfoot, like, I am fascinated. Yeah, I want to hear all about those things. So there is yeah. something like that at this place. Oh, my goodness. Okay, let's let's get into that. That'll yeah. be a new one for our show. I know. It's, I mean, we don't know, but I mean, we'll talk about it. It's fascinating. Okay. All right. This is your haunted holiday at the Wolf Creek Inn in Wolf Creek, Oregon. All right, guys, welcome to Your Haunted Holiday. We have had a big couple of weeks for us here on this show. We actually recently did an interview with The Paranormal Podcast with Jim Harold. It's an awesome show. Lisa and I are both big fans. We listen regularly, and we had a full interview on their newest episode they just put out, episode 636. So if you guys like the show, please go check that interview out. We had a ton of fun, and we talk all things Your Haunted Holiday. We get into a little bit more paranormal type of stuff, but please go listen to the show if you enjoy it. It was so exciting. And, you know, we should welcome all of our new listeners because his show is so huge. I mean, if you don't know about the Paranormal Podcast, I mean, Jim Harold, who hosts the show, is a legend in podcasting. And should I say, such a gentleman and so nice of him to put us on his show. So this was a huge week for us. The other thing that I was going to bring up that's major for us here on Your Haunted Holiday is our friends over at Hillbilly Horror Stories. We also love this show. They do live Facebook feeds periodically, and we are gonna be joining them on May 23rd, that's a Saturday, at 8 p.m. Eastern time for a live Facebook show with the hosts of Hillbilly Horror Stories. Yeah, we're very excited about that too. We've never done anything live, so this will be interesting. Yes, it really will be. We're excited. So keep uh, your eyes open on our Facebook page and Instagram and Twitter and our website. We'll have all the information that you need in order to join us live that night and be able to watch and um, pose your questions to us. We're hoping to have some good uh, questions come our way. Yeah, so, so exciting. And we're excited for you guys to come on and ask questions and interact. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but a lot of exciting new updates for our show. But should we go ahead and get into the Wolf Creek Inn? I think it's going to be a good story for you. Definitely. Let's go. All right. So this is in Oregon. And I have never been to Oregon. We've done a couple places that I've never been to, you know, these last couple episodes. You know what's weird, Lindsay? And I was just thinking about this. I actually was told by a psychic several months ago that I need to go to Oregon. Really? Oh, my gosh. I remember. 
Yes. I wonder what the significance was. Or if I don't was know. I, you know, I was looking into this place. I kind of ran across it not that long afterwards. And I was like, maybe this is a sign that I need to go to the Wolf Creek Inn because it was like the first Oregon reference that popped up after I saw that. Or maybe it was just a bunch of BS. Who knows? <laughs> Hard to say. <laughs> Hard to say. But anyhow, so the Wolf Creek Inn, like I said, is kind of in the middle of nowhere in Oregon. Um, it was built in 1883, and it was originally a stagecoach stop. So people back in those days, obviously, they didn't have cars, so they'd be taking a stagecoach on what was called the Applegate Trail all the way from San Francisco to Portland, Oregon, which is quite the journey, right? I would imagine. Yep. So then they'd run across the Wolf Creek Inn, which was kind of like this, I would say, almost like a lavish place for people that have been on this trail for so long, ready to, you know, lay down and go to sleep. The rooms cost 75 cents at the time, and it was supposed to be pretty nice. In the 1900s, it kind of changed over and it became more of like a retreat for people like writers and artists and actors as well. And there's been some really famous names that enjoyed going here on a regular basis. So some of those names that went were Orson Welles, very famous. Wow. John Wayne went there. Nice. Clark Gable would go with his wife, Carol Lombard, on a regular basis. Like, they were known for, like, going up there because they just loved the place. Do you think Clark Gable maybe haunts this place? They think he might be. Oh, my good. Okay, I just spoiled it for everybody. But keep going, Lisa. You tell the story. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're fine. Because I think that's that's fine to talk about because there's a lot of ghostly activity here. You know, I don't know that Clark Gable is there haunting the place, right? But... It is entirely possible. They think maybe he was also, I guess, he he would take his wife, Carol Lombard, there. But supposedly, I don't know this for sure, he would take like people he would have affairs with um, Mm -hmm. there as well. And there's actually a a suite that they call the Clark Gable Room in the hotel. So that's really cool. There was another really famous uh, writer, actually, that I'm sure you have heard of that absolutely loved the Wolf Creek Inn, would go there on a regular basis. This is Jack London. Could you tell me a book that Jack London is famous for? Didn't he write Call of the Wild? He did, yep. So he's famous for a lot of different books, but Call of the Wild, probably the most famous, as well as White Fang. So I'm so glad I just came up with that, by the way, because, whoo! I, yes. I could have embarrassed myself. <laughs> I was quizzing you a little bit there, but you did good. So Jack London, so, you know, talking about famous people that may be haunting this place, Jack London is actually seen there. Like his apparition has been seen in the Wolf Creek Inn as well as you can hear his voice. And I wonder, it's weird because obviously Jack London and Clark Gable, like they didn't die there, right? Right. But it kind of reminds me of our episode about the Stanley Hotel, how, you know, nobody died there, but they loved vacationing there so much that they ended up like going there in the afterlife. Right. Stanley Hotel, Disney World. There's several places. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. You know what I wonder when I think about that, like people going to these vacation spots in the afterlife, do they like make a conscious decision like oh, this summer I'm going to go to the Wolf Creek Inn. Next summer I'm going to go to the Stanley. 
Like, I wonder, do they get to move around, or is it like you're stuck at the Wolf Creek Inn? Gosh, like, you I get wish one we choice. had those. I wish we had those answers. I, if I had to guess, you know, I would say that it's maybe a mixture of the two. I never even considered the fact that someone might be a ghost in vacation in different locations. <laughs> I think most of them seem to be stuck wherever they're at, but maybe yeah. there's exceptions. Yeah. Yeah, I just find it fascinating to think about. Um, and where would I go if I had like a choice like that? I don't even I don't even know. So um, there hasn't really been any reported deaths at the the inn itself. However, I guess there's you know it's like I said in the middle of nowhere, so it's surrounded by woods, right? It's like a very wooded area, and apparently in the woods surrounding the building there has been bodies found like people that they thought maybe were murdered over the years kind of thing. You know, I wasn't able to validate any of those stories, but that's kind of the rumor is that bodies have been found in those woods. So people may have been murdered out there. The other thing that supposedly may have happened is shortly after the Wolf Creek Inn was built, a native American was actually hung on the property itself. Ooh. Again, a legend, but I wonder if we're talking about some of these hauntings and some sort of, you know, ancient energy type thing, if that might have something to do with what's going on at this place. Well, gosh, I mean, anytime you see death and like I say, typically, you know, legends, we can't really prove them, but where there's a legend, there might be a little bit of truth to that or maybe a lot of truth to it. So certainly probably some sort of tragic incident. I, I repeat myself on episode after episode about that, but highly likely if you ask me. Yeah, I would agree. And the other thing, so here's what I would say about this place. It looks like it's been restored fabulously. It looks really nice. It looks comfortable. It's no Holiday Inn Express. It's not like a super modern, <laughs> modern place, but it's, you know, it's fun because it's restored, it's old, and it looks comfortable to Absolutely. be Absolutely. There are so many great historic hotels that have character, and that's the best. Like, you just can't beat that. I agree. Now, everything looks comfortable except for one area in this hotel to me. And that is what they call, and I say this in quotation marks, the scary tunnel, okay? Ooh. And okay. this is a back hallway that almost looks like kind of where they store things. So it's like this closed off on both ends by doors right and it's like this long narrow hallway where they're storing different things for like the kitchen and linens I think that kind of stuff but apparently you know the servers that work there like they refuse to go in there because the doors will close and lock on them and lock them in there that is a nightmare for me getting locked in a room by a ghost because why are they locking me in there first off are they gonna like attack or they're trying to scare you you know that would be yeah. the only reason to do that you know so obviously like something negative is trying to scare you or play a trick on you or poltergeist yeah right so they think that there is some sort of portal in this you know scary hallway back hallway where ghosts are able to enter this Wolf Creek Inn and leave kind of like at their own accord. So 
that's how part of the way they're kind of describing where all this energy is coming from. They think there is a portal up there. And so that's why there's also like this mix of good and bad, you know, things that are coming into this inn. Interesting. Interesting. I'm a little skeptical about the portal, but fascinating. Anything's possible. I mean, who knows where these things are coming from? All right, so like I said, there is a lot of energy in this place. And apparently when you go there, you can just kind of feel it in the air. Like you almost feel the sensation maybe of somebody watching you, somebody following you. Like it just feels different when Mm -hmm. you get in there, right? Now, some of it's good. Some of it may be bad, right? And let's talk about the good stuff first, for the most part, as much as good as it can be. I <laughs> give suppose. us the good news first. Yeah. Yes. Let's so let's there. give you the good news. So the good news is on the main floor, there is an apparition of a female stagecoach driver. So nobody knows who the stagecoach driver is is but she can be seen and then her voice can also be heard on that main floor now there's also a young woman who can be seen in the clark gable suite and this young woman apparently is very happy she's like singing songs so you might hear her voice um sound of songs that kind of thing there's also an older gentleman that can be found in the common areas of the hotel as where as well as the hallways but and i don't know if this is an intelligent spirit but based on the description that i read i don't think it is because he seems to just kind of like walk right past people in the hallway without Mm -hmm. even like acknowledging them and then just disappears yeah sounds residual but could be either i agree There's also piano music that plays in the parlor. That's good, right, Lindsay? That's lovely. I would very positive. I think I would. I mean, maybe. Hopefully, the music isn't like boom, 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 and it's more like. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully, the music is not ominous and it's more upbeat. I don't really know. They didn't say that anywhere that I could find. There is also chairs and furniture in the hotel that tend to like rearrange themselves in the middle of the night. So people will come back downstairs to like the lounge or the ballroom and like all this stuff has been shuffled around, which would, Mm. that's actually kind of scary. That would freak me out if a bunch of furniture was moved. Well, it could be like ghosts maybe enjoying the lounge and that's a nice bar. That's a nice way of looking at it. There's also stuff that tends to just like disappear and then are like later found um, somewhere else. Although, you know, I feel like I do that all the time and I don't think that it's a ghost. I think it's just me forgetting, you know, where I put something and then I attributing it to a ghost. Right. I mean, or a poltergeist. And with this place's history, I mean, no, it's possible. But you're right. I think nine times out of ten, it's probably somebody losing their item and then finding it later. Something that seems a little bit more ominous is kitchen pots. And we hear this a lot, I feel like, at a lot of these hotels that Mm -hmm. have restaurants in them and kitchens. Kitchen pots get thrown off of their hooks, and that really freaks the staff out quite a bit. I mean, that doesn't sound super nice, throwing pots, but... Well, I mean, it shows power, right? It shows that the spirit doing that 
has some power behind it and could cause harm, right? right? So that's the scary part. I agree. Like anything that can move something heavy, like a pan, I find that a little bit frightening myself. So there's also a little girl, and this is one of the more prevalent ghosts, I would say, in the place. She's really seen throughout the hotel, but in particular, she can be seen in the ballroom as well as in the upstairs hallway. Now, a couple stories about this little girl. One time, one of the members of the staff was going up the stairs to, I don't know, like change the linens or something like that. And all of a sudden behind her, she heard a little girl yell out, hi, like really loud, I guess. Wow. And so she turned around and actually saw a little girl looking back at her. So like you can visually see her. The other thing that I thought was kind of funny is one of the guys who I believe works there, he would eat a lot of like Jolly Ranchers and candy and would like constantly have them next to him. Mm -hmm. And he actually saw, he didn't see the full body of the little girl, but he just saw her hand reach into the bowl and kind of like try to grab at the candy, but couldn't actually pick one up. So like she had enough power to like see her physical hand but not enough to actually pick up the piece of candy and take it out of the mm-hmm. bowl. I mean, that's kind of sad, but I mean, it's really a cool experience, obviously, to see. But, you know, it's spirits, a human, really, at the end of the day, at least most of them. Or are they, Lindsay? Because they do think that there is a spirit in this hotel that could be mimicking oh, other I knew things. that's where you were headed. Ugh. I I knew that's where you were going with this, this black eyed children thing. And, and, you know, I've been listening to all these other paranormal podcasts and I hear about these like black eyed children and hat men and oh my gosh, it gets me so freaked. So I just had a feeling when you said a child ghost, immediately my mind is like black eyed child, like they're a demon, even though, and I mean, it could be a little kid. You know, this is all theory, right? The, The hand reaching for the candy and not being able to grab it indicates child ghost. I would non-demon. I would agree with that actually. But that actually segues us into our next segment. So get ready to hear about our cryptid coming up. So Lindsay, we went through all those ghost stories and all of those are fascinating. That's a lot of activity, right? But they also have what appears to be A vampire-like creature roaming the grounds, like in the woods. Oh, And sometimes inside. Really? Oh, my. This reminds me of American Werewolf in London. Yes. And you've got a creature wandering the grounds. But a vampire in this case. Right. A vampire. Not a wolf. But it's called Wolf Creek, so. Yeah, I mean, hey, it falls in line to some degree, right? So this creature apparently has fangs like a vampire. Like it doesn't look human, right? But it looks like some sort of animal that's got fangs and has blood around its mouth. Okay. Mm -hmm. The legend is how this thing originally got seen is that there was a pair of guests and they decided that they were going to take a hike in the woods right next to the, the inn. And so they go on this hike and they see this creature. This creature follows them back to the inn. They go to sleep. 
they wake up in the middle of the night and this thing bit them and left weird marks on their neck in the middle of the night while they were sleeping yes oh no no it supposedly followed them back so it is mostly seen outside in the woods like very close to the wolf creek in however it has been known to go in and supposedly attack guests. Oh my gosh. And you can sometimes see it. So the question is, what is this thing, right? Is this a cryptozoology situation where it's like an animal mm-hmm. that, you know, somehow gets inside a building and we have dead bodies in the woods, right? Maybe. There's- Maybe dead bodies in the woods, but... Maybe. There's also potentially a Native American that was hung on the site of the Wolf Creek Inn. So they wonder if this is just a negative energy that has been created and it is essentially like mimicking things. Mm. So like it's doing things to make itself scary and so it's creating this vampire-like creature image but then also mimicking other things to scare people like that little girl and you know trying to like uh, do nefarious things throw pans lock people in in rooms right exactly Gosh. okay i'm we're obviously not into crypt i mean we're into cryptozoology but we certainly do not investigate it right like we do ghosts would you be willing to go out in the woods and search for this creature I yes because I'm Are you serious? Yes. I'm I mean I would probably bring like I don't know if I had a shotgun. I don't have a shotgun, but I'd probably borrow one from somebody. Just Lisa would be going, here we go. (laughs) I mean, if there is a vampire like creature out in those woods, I wanna find it. Bring garlic, (laughs) shotgun, maybe a, a wooden stake. Um all of the above right crucifixes <laughs> yeah just cover all your bases right because yes. maybe one out of the 10 items will work i mean you're gonna have to carry a whole backpack for all that stuff i would definitely bring some sort of weapon i don't know what that weapon would be maybe not a shotgun maybe i don't know something a large stick to protect I- myself <laughs> i don't know <laughs> a wooden stake that's what i'd bring oh, yeah. and it would be a long one so I wouldn't have to get up close to it in order to stake it in the heart. <laughs> so really like a javelin is what you're referring to. Oh my to. gosh. Yeah. That sounds like a, yeah, let's go get that. Yeah. I actually, I think that would be a good weapon against it. So anyways, this thing is out there. I would totally go. I, I If I go to the Wolf Creek Inn, we're going to go on a hike. I think that's part of the fun. I think the odds of you actually running into a vampire-like creature are quite small and the people that like actually ran into it supposedly again legend of course that got bit in the neck in the middle of the night like they lived like they didn't like die they weren't found dead in their you know guest room what about the people out in the woods yeah those people they didn't live that's right i didn't think about that (laughs) although you know if this creature wanted to kill those people that got like bit in the neck it it probably could have yeah, no doubt. So lots to explore at the Wolf Creek Inn. We really and got deep on that one. We really, we really dive deep into some of our weird thoughts about these. Uh, well, I, it's just fascinating. Creatures. You could go so many places with it. But there are actually some tours that they offer. And obviously, guys, you know, we 
We are social distancing right now. The Wolf Creek Inn is not open to book rooms at this moment. However, I was looking at the website. There are some options to maybe try to book in the future. You know, see what happens if that's something that you're interested in and obviously kind of gauge the situation as it um, progresses. Um, but right now, you can't go there. But maybe hopefully you will be in the, the future. So there's a couple different paranormal tours that you can sign up for. One of them is a tour with Francesca, who I guess is their kind of like on-site medium that's mm-hmm. been doing these paranormal tours now for quite some time there on the property. That tour costs $149. However, you also must book a room. Ah, okay. Does it include the room? It does not include the room. So that's in addition to the room. Now, just because, you know, usually I'd get into the room price later, but I'll tell you what the room price is now. It looked pretty straightforward. I was just kind of like looking at some dates. All of their rooms appeared to only be like $125 a night. So, and they have different options. Like you could get a queen, you could get a double, you could get twin beds. Like there was different options available. And all of those options were at $125 from the dates I was looking at. So you do have to book It does appear to be very comfortable. Yep. Does does this tour, because it's a hundred and how much was it? $149? Does it include a psychic reading by this medium? It didn't say. It didn't say. And because of the pandemic and everything, I, I didn't even try to call to ask. But I initially thought the exact same thing. I was like, hey, if it includes a psychic reading, uh, you know, that might be worth it, you know, because psychic readings are kind of expensive. You can, you know. Right. Um, I'm, I love a psychic reading. <laughs> I think some of them are, you know, I, I get a little skeptical about some of them, but gosh, I just, I think they're super interesting and highly entertaining. I do too. And I don't, um, like, I don't do a psychic reading often, right? Like, I'm not willing to, you know, pay a ton of money for psychic readings. But every once in a while, if it, the situation, you know, arises, I'm definitely down for it. I had a psychic tell me, Lindsay, that I was a gladiator in a past life. Oh, my goodness. Which I don't know if that's true, but I'm I'm going with it because I think that's kind of <laughs> cool. So, um, totally. The, The other tour that you can take is a tour with the Jefferson State Paranormal Group, which I'm kind of assuming is like a local paranormal group there Mm -hmm. in the area. And they do provide like all the equipment you could possibly want. They give you the tour of the place. They give you all the equipment, show you how to use it. It's four hours. Again, you have to book a room as part of Mm -hmm. this tour. But this one is a little bit less. It's only $100. Ooh. See, I love that kind of tour, though, where it's really an investigation opportunity, especially with people that know what they're doing and they've been, you know, they're familiar with the property, they know the history, and they give you the equipment. Can't beat it. I agree. It sounds like a lot of fun. And this is a place I would totally go to. Um, This sounds great. It really does. And they have a restaurant. The food's supposed to be good. So, yeah, you're in the middle of nowhere, but they're supposed to have good food and stuff like that once it all opens back up. All right, guys. So hopefully we get back to normal and we can start traveling again soon. But until then, definitely stay safe and stay healthy and uh, keep your families healthy. We want to thank everybody for listening. You can find us at yourhauntedholiday.com. Please 
shoot us an email. Let us know if you have any recommendations for, for places for us to cover, or even if you have some sort of an interesting experience um, that you think would be cool for us to share on the show. Please uh, drop us a line. Um, you can find us also on all kinds of social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Come look us up and make sure that you subscribe and rate us five stars. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening and stay healthy. Bye.